These are stories about murder. (gasps) Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is three shots in. And today we're talking about... Welcome back to Three Shots In. I'm Jess. I'm Jake. This is episode 11. And we're talking about time. Time. Like like the seasoning that everyone forgets about. I don't forget about it. I love time. I don't even know what what, what time smells like. Deliciousness. Mm. Fantastic. No, we're not talking about fucking ingredients. That'd be lame as shit. This isn't fucking Betty Crocker hour. It would be pretty hilarious, though, if I, I found someone who like choked on it or something because they didn't know they had an allergy. Can you be allergic to time? You can be allergic to anything, I thought. Oh, I guess I don't know. Huh. No, we're talking about time, like like seconds and minutes and and like years and, and centuries. Go on. Millennia. And millennia and billennia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're talking about time. I'm talking about time anomalies. Mm, I'm mm-hmm. talking about pizza time. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Pizza time. Like it's just time to eat something? You twisted it like that? No, I didn't twist it like that. Specifically, I'm talking about the rise and fall of 30 minutes or less. (laughs) Was that a pizza place? (laughs) No, the like, you know how like, you know, like everyone like on TV, like they're always like, oh, how pizza is delivered in 30 minutes or less or it's free. you get your money back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the rise and fall of that entire thing. That's fun. How it started, when it started, why it started. And everything that happened that caused it to go away. <laughs> that it's going to be really interesting because I wondered yes. what happened to that. No one says it anymore. Followed by how. Now pe- it takes an hour to get pizza. Well, followed by how pizza companies continue to lie to you about time. I knew they were dirty. They're fucking shysters. Oh, dude. I knew they were. Yeah. Yeah. And I have some cold, hard facts to throw your way. Cold and hard. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I know. I know. Well, anyway, we ought to say thank you. To the people who keep this podcast alive. Yes, our beautiful patrons, very One, generous. Wonderful, intelligent, mm-hmm. shrewd. Oh, yeah. Cunning. They are mom and dad. Terry, Danny, Sweet Sam, Ricky, TJ. TJ's very clever. Oh, yeah. He's managed to keep out of prison this long. Exactly. David, Jeremy, Abria, Thomas, Flash, and Alan. So They're wonderful. all so, so beautiful inside and out. So smart and intelligent investing in this up and coming podcast. And I'm sure you're like really popular. I bet. Yeah. In your, you know, job or your clicks. You're definitely popular in here, right in here. You're pointing at your heart. I am right in there. That's a, that's a really big heart. I, yeah, I'm a very big hearted person. Heart. It's a normal sized heart, but no, metaphorically though, it's a big one because I I have a lot of love to give is what you mean. Look, I'm saying that I'm not a scientist or a doctor in any way. Right. But I'm pretty sure that horses' hearts are larger than human hearts. I don't have a horse's heart, though. I have a human body and therefore a human heart. I mean, unless we cut it out right now, we won't know. We do know. We don't know. No, we do know. Because I have a human-sized rib cage that you can see. Okay, whip it out. What? My rib cage? No, your heart. Take it out. I can't. Horses have two hearts, Jessica. Everyone knows this. 
Horses don't have two hearts. (laughs) (laughs) No, maybe not. Jessica, how would you know? Because you're a horse? No, because I'm smart. (laughs) Mm, Interesting. Interesting. Well, shots tonight. We didn't take them because Jacob's a big, wet pussy. I'm not. I I am not a big. You know what? You know what? Pour something. You pour something. Pour something. I was going to get something ready. And then you told me no, because you were like, "Mm, I I just didn't think we were going to do shots. We do shots. I didn't think we were going to do shots. Before every recording, we do shots. I didn't think we were going to do shots. I'm already good and drunk off of this. I've had three cocktails now. Uh, Jessica, that's your second. Shut the fuck up. You're not that fucking cool. It feels like three. Yeah, you, you, you were, you were fucked up two. after like a quarter of your first one was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, I feel great. I'm riding a very chill buzz right now. And if I continue drinking the way I've been drinking, I will yeah, ride this wave that's the great. whole time. You're having a good time. You're just a pussy. That's all I'm saying. Jessica, mm-hmm. I will end you. Okay. In what way? I will, I will apparently shoot your one and only heart. You don't even know where it is or how many I have, apparently. I mean, I don't know horse anatomy, so. How do you spell anatomy? (laughs) (laughs) F-U-C-K-Y-O-U. Which means you don't know how to spell it. I do know how to spell it. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. We can move on now. No, I'm I'm trying to imagine, you know, like. (laughs) After like the theme song plays, it says Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I'm trying to envision that. That's your reference? Because then I can know how to spell anatomy. Go ahead. What is the Grey's Anatomy sequence, opening a- sequence in your mind spelling for you? A-N-A-T-O-M-Y. Good job. Your Grey's Anatomy reference paid off. Hell yeah. You know it did. It did. I do know that. Boom. Yeah. See, I was thinking of a regular thing. Like what? Like, like basic, horse anatomy? Like basic knowledge. Like e- of equine that. anatomy? Yeah. Mm. I wasn't thinking of that. I was thinking of just regular stuff. Whatever. And not a lady show. Whatever. Of, like lady well, you were stuff. talking about, you're talking about your cocktails. Okay. What are they? What, 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 what were you drinking? I was drinking. Or still are, I guess. Gin and tonics. Yep. Gin and tonic. It's with my that, favorite thing. What was that gin? The Empress gin? Is that what it's called? Oh yeah. It was my Empress gin. That's the good stuff. Yeah, it's like blue in the bottle. Mm-hmm. So when you made it in the tonic, it was like this like light blue, like little fun drink. Uh, it tasted very delicious. It's amazing. That's one of the better gins that I've had. It's my favorite kind so far. Uh, I don't know that I would enjoy shooting it because um, I, I like I like my dry gins, like mm-hmm. my beef eater and my aviation. Right. And my rosemary. Rosemary is yeah. less dry than those two, but I like I like my gin like that. This okay. is more of like a fruity gin. You like your gin to bite back. Yeah. You're not biting it, but you know what I mean? I like it to hurt going down. And then all I taste is these amazing florals mm-hmm. as I'm breathing mm-hmm. for the next like minute. Right, right. Yeah. It's like if you took tea and made a very hard liquor out of that tea. If, yeah, if, if the tea game, if Tivana got in the, uh, the liquor game, mm-hmm. I think they'd kill it. Right, right. I would, I would drink a Tivana hard seltzer. That'd be pretty I good. No, probably. I wouldn't drink a hard seltzer. But you know what I mean? No, they would ruin it. They get in the seltzer game. No, just make liquors. Whatever. Uh, Jess. Yes. Do you have any updates? I thought I did have one. Oh, um, I've decided against learning the Avada Kedavra spell. You chose not to? It hasn't been offered to me yet, but I think um, just because well, I'm very in character story wise. I, like, I, I guess you did say that your first playthrough, you're just going to make decisions Jessica as I decisions, would. Not, mm-hmm. not like... I'm going to make this person and he's going to be a goody two shoes or I'm going to make this person and they're going to be evil, evil fucking cunt. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I plan on creating specifically evil psychopath characters and goody two shoes characters just to see how, how different the story is after that. Uh, can you promise me this? My Hufflepuff character is going to be my psychopath. Character. The evil psychopath. Oh yeah. Yes. I already planned that. Thank God. Yeah. My Ravenclaw is going to be the goody two shoes. And you're never going to play Gryffindor because they're lame. I might. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. I just really want to know that apparently you get different quests and different like yeah. stuff, you there's know, like, with each one. Yeah. There's like house themed storylines. Right. So I'll play a Gryffindor, I'm sure. I just don't know what I'm going to do with that one, if anything. I see. Um, updates for me. I don't really have any updates, but I, I did update you off recording that R. Kelly was, in fact, found guilty last year of additional charges and was mm -hmm. just sentenced uh, this morning, I believe, to kind of lame. Okay. He was sentenced to an additional 20 years. Right. So he'd be looking at 50 years in prison. But for some reason, they decided to allow him to serve concurrently concurrently mm -hmm. 19 of those 20 years so it's more like 30 so he's gonna do 30 years yeah. plus one so 31 year sentence hopefully he fucks up while he's in prison like he's prone to do i think someone's gonna murder him i honestly think so he's a pedo well not only that but well i mean they i don't think prison standards they're not gonna care if you had sex with a 16 year old they care when you have sex with like with little a babies. child child yeah um but no i think i think someone's gonna kill him for sure. If I wasn't, if I was doing life in prison, I would kill R. Kelly. If I was a killer with life in prison. Yeah, why and not? And I was like, I, who am I going to kill to satisfy my killing needs? Yeah, and R. I'm, Kelly was right there. I have absolutely no chance of getting out of here. Mm -hmm. I might as well be the guy that killed R. Kelly. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think he's going to die. Make him write an album about, like, his <laughs> About his how, he's, how I'm going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> First. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think anyone's going to rape R. Kelly? Oh, I... That took a weird turn. <laughs> I mean, That's what the album's called. <laughs> Who's going to rape R. Kelly? <laughs> he, R. Kelly is the one singing about it. Uh -huh. He's trying to guess which one is going to, which gonna other inmate him? is going to yeah. violate him. Great. Yeah. That'd wow. be fun. I'd listen to it. It's, another, it's a, kind of like a trapped in the closet, like comedy R&B. Uh -huh. uh, but it's about uh, who's going to rape him because someone's going to rape him and who's going to be, you know, that's the whole, whole joke. Right. It'd be fun. Okay. I'd let him out of prison for like a month. Just to record. To record and to um, portray in a, uh, in like music videos. Okay. But then, you know. He's gone. Right back to jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> yeah, right back. Um, All right. Yeah, no, that was it. I didn't, I didn't have an update, just an R. Kelly thing. I thought that was fun. Go ahead, spin the wheel. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So our time-themed wheel. Here we go. Time for a colonoscopy. Which TV doctor is performing the operation? Do women get colonoscopies? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking prostate exams. Yeah, we don't have prostate Colonoscopies is where they put the camera up your ass. We do have colons, yeah. Okay, well, who's who's doing your colonoscopy? Which TV well, doctor? Like, what does this mean? Like actual doctors who are on TV or even actor doctors? Both. Either. Yep. You can choose Dr. Phil or, or Dr. Oz, or you can choose, uh, I don't know, Dr. House. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know who I'm choosing immediately. I'm, I'm torn. Okay. Both of the ones I'm thinking of are actual doctors. They're just not colon doctors. <laughs> okay. So Neil my, deGrasse Tyson. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because I, I wouldn't want to have to hear all the things he said while it was going on. I feel like it'd just be an incredibly boring time. Well, I don't think you're awake during a colonoscopy. Are you? You're not. You think they just put some numbing well, cream on your the ass? Well, then what's the point? Then who cares? Who matter? What does it matter who it well, is? Well, I'm pretty sure they thought what I thought, that this was like more like a finger up the butt type of situation. We're going to say that. We're just going to change it. It's not a colonoscopy anymore. 
yeah, scrap the whole colonoscopy thing. We're going to say it is, in fact, a prostate exam. And let's You're just say for it. Let's just say that you have a prostate. Well, and OK, well, the lady version of that would be like getting a pap smear. Okay, so you're getting a pap smear. Yeah. And I'm getting a prostate exam. For you, you're getting two fingers up there. Yeah. For us, we're getting two forceps up there. The metal things that pry it open. Oh, and then they're staring up in your your hole. And then they swab at it with a giant Q-tip. I heard they like scrape something, right? Yeah. Do they use like a sharp thing? Nope. They're using the swab to scrape? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not scraping, that's more like rubbing. It feels pretty awful. Oh, does it hurt? (laughs) I mean, it doesn't hurt, it's just not great. Mm. Good to know. (laughs) <laughs> Good to know. All right, um, who are you choosing? Okay, so either Dr. Pimple Popper, the really Ew. cute Asian lady. Okay. She's so sweet. I bet she would like be really talkative and like gentle and kind the whole time. And if not her, then the um, the obesity doctor from My 300 Pound Life. Oh. Who like tells the truth, but in like the meanest way. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be pretty fun. Like, uh, what was that one? She was like, he was telling her that she needed to eat more vegetables. And she's like, well, I'm kind of a picky eater. And he was like, you are not picky eater. You are 600 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like dumbfounded by that. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, he could, he could swap my vaginal canal if he wanted. Dude, he'd, he'd roast you the whole time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. What about um, you? What about you? Hmm. Well, I think my original thought was uh, Sandra O, oh, right? She played okay. a she played a doctor. She did. I don't remember the I don't know the name. I didn't actually watch Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Um, I don't remember who her, her character. Sure. But she was a doctor. Okay. That was my original thought. But she would have these small little Asian fingers, and I think it'd be funnier if I didn't choose her. And you chose someone with enormous fingers. Yeah, I'm gonna choose Doctor Phil. Nice. Because I, I for joke wise, that's hilarious. Also, um, I feel like he'd be talking the whole time. You know. Yeah. And like hearing Doctor Phil, I don't know why I don't watch his show. But hearing Dr. Phil talk is like soothing. <laughs> <laughs> he has a nice voice. Yeah. And I bet you he would turn that colonoscopy. Well, I guess for you, it would be a prostate exam. He would turn that exam into like a counseling session. A life lesson. <laughs> yeah. No, he would start asking you questions about like, you know, so how you been? <laughs> I would what make do a, you do? I'd be like, say it, say it. He'd be like, open the door or I'm going to throw, throw rocks rock at your window. Through your window. You dumb whore. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh huh. And that's what he says right before he jams them in. You know, I'm assuming they jam, right? Have you not had a prostate exam? No, I'm too young for a prostate exam. Well, you're getting close. I don't think so. 30 is when you need to start getting 30. I thought it was 40. I don't know. I guess I don't have a prostate. How many prostate that's exams when, has Terry got? That's when I need to get. Well, Terry has a history of prostate cancer in his family. That's how his dad died when he was. So 11. he gets he gets checked every month. You check them? Not, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's just a little bonus, but as far as like actual like doctor checks, he does that once a year just to be safe because his dad died so unexpectedly. Yeah. But um, for women, I thought we needed to start getting, what is it? Um, Mammograms? Yeah, mammograms. That's where they squeeze your boobies. Uh-huh, they squeeze them between mm-hmm. two plates and they do a little like x-ray thing with them. Yeah, I'm supposed to start doing that at 30, so I should be getting one soon, I guess. I heard that hurts. I mean, it's squishing your titty between two flat plates, so probably. But I also had a coworker who was getting uh, a a boob um, mammogram, something like that. Okay. She wasn't going for that, some other thing. All right. But she had to get a mammogram as well. Okay. And I and she had never gotten one, and I was like, oh, dude, like let me know if it hurts. Like I've heard it hurts, but I don't know. And she said no, it didn't hurt at all. She said it was uncomfortable and weird, but. 
She's like, because literally your titty is like. They're squashing it like a pancake. <laughs> yeah, they're just squishing that bad boy. It's a little <laughs> pancake with a nipple on it. <laughs> yeah. And not even a nipple like in the middle. Like it's pointing out. Uh-huh. Like protruding. Yeah. 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 God, um, I imagine it'd be so cold too. Maybe. Like what? They don't use heated plates, Jessica. <laughs> they're going to use like cold ass plates. Don't underestimate the, the female boob. Like you I think can't. Can, you can think it can withstand the cold? I know it can. What's the coldest thing that your booby has touched? Ice. What? Straight up ice. Like an ice cube? Or like you laid down in the snow? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like I've taken like an ice pack before. You put an ice pack on your nipple? Yeah. Well, oh, my, whole, were, my whole boob. Were you breastfeeding? You I had, was. You had, had sore boobies? Yeah, it super sucked. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's the coldest thing that I've had on my nipple? Like other than like straight up ice? Mm-hmm. Because like, I, you know, you see it on TV and you're like, oh, that's like, that's supposed to be like super hot. It's hot. not, hot. it's not hot at all. No, it's weird. It's awkward. And then you get water dripping down your body. It's not cool. I know it like, it just, it wasn't like weird or uncomfortable for me. I just, uh, it was nothing. Like it wasn't exciting at all either. Yeah. No, I, I think, bored. I think the coldest thing would be when, um, during the freeze, the big freeze in Texas, uh-huh. we managed to keep water, but the water heater didn't work. Mm-hmm. Or no, we had lost power at some point from something. We didn't have any electricity. We did. A tree branch fell on our yes. power line. And you all fled like little bitches. And I was like, I will stay. We had children to worry about. Oh my God, whatever. It wasn't even that cold. The- it, was, it was really cold, actually. I remember sleeping in my room <laughs> and having like a thousand blankets on me. It got down to like 40 something in here, didn't it? Yeah. In Luckily, the house? I had Tally though. Tally was keeping me warm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it got really cold, but I had, I was still going to work. And so I was taking like freezing ass showers. Uh-huh. That sucked. Gross. I've sucked done that so before. Bad. I've done that before. So like, I feel like, I feel like I didn't breathe that entire shower. Yeah. Oh, Cause yeah. like every time you get in the cold, you're like, <gasps> and like you can't, yeah. you just cannot get air in or out. It's the worst. Yeah, the first week, maybe two weeks that I was living in 29 Palms, it was the beginning of January. And uh, the weather got down pretty low, like not as low, not the lowest it can in this country, but it got down pretty low, like between 15 and 20. Huh. Yeah, it, it was got, pretty cold. It got real cold. Um, and uh, we couldn't turn the heater on. It stayed cold in the house. It got down to like, like I said, 40 something in the house, but it was. Uh, well, is it because you guys had propane and you ran out? No, so we, you, we hadn't, we had just moved in and there was an issue with the company. So it wasn't even like oh. put in yet. It was an empty tank. Yeah. So your propane that powers your heater and powers your water heater. Yeah. were not operating. Right. But we still had electricity. So like I had electric blankets and electric heaters yeah. and I could heat water in like an electric kettle and stuff like Dude, that. Dude, you ever lay with a, with a fucking heated blanket, like on your bare skin, like your, your, your titty. Uh-huh. Dude, heated blanket on your balls <laughs> if, if you have those okay it's so comfortable it's so nice i really enjoyed it because i was freezing otherwise we had an air mattress at that time too so it was like extra chilly Ugh. um but anyway i had to take ice cold showers that was interesting that's rough i hate that <laughs> hate that it wasn't for that long though all right well let's let's end this a random talk about cold and, and titties and <laughs> <laughs> when we started talking about colonoscopies we ended up talking about like boobies and being yeah. freezing well you know, whatever. All right, Jessica, you're up first with your, your time tale. Yes. Yes, I am. So when, uh, when I heard about the topic, I thought I didn't, I thought immediately of like time travel. Okay. But I feel like most of the interesting stories regarding that we've all kind of heard or read about briefly. Like, I feel like it's, it's just kind of, those are the stories that get passed around. Uh, I don't think I've heard any 
stories about time travel. Really? Yeah. You haven't heard any like conspiracies about like like the JFK assassination or Lincoln assassination or like anything like that? Even? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I've just done more reading about that specifically. Like, I know I've seen weird things of like, you know, when someone first invented the camera and they were like taking pictures, mm-hmm. right? So like super old, like not even fucking electricity fucking times. And you see someone like walking with what looks like an iPhone. Like I've seen shit like that. Oh yeah. Well, I've seen But that. I just don't know that I believe that. I've seen that too. And I thought about discussing that, something like it, but um, I don't know. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about time travel specifically. It came to my mind too immediately and I wanted to challenge myself to find something different. Okay. So I changed, I expanded just a little and I ended up finding something called time anomalies or like little slips in time, like time loss type of things. Oh yeah. Like someone's in the middle of something and before they know it, they think only this much time has gone by, but actually, oh, kind of like the story we talked about last episode, Mm -hmm. the mountain rescue ranger, she thought only like maybe an hour had gone by, maybe 30 minutes even. And it turned out she'd been missing for two days type of thing. Yeah, I know. I've seen I've seen something on like the history channel of like someone in like one of those like one seater planes. Yeah. Um, like a flying storm. like across across an ocean or mm-hmm. something and going missing. Right. Um, for like a month until they just show up flying. And when they land, they were like, oh, what do you mean? I was gone. I was it was a regular flight. I was flying for like three hours. Mm hmm. And, you know, they're, uh, well, I guess it'd be like an odometer for the plane says that they only flew that correct amount of miles, like no more, no less. And like nothing adds up as to why, how that plane could even yeah. fly that long. It's still with like a half a tank of gas and shit. Yeah. I feel like, I think Katie talked about that and she was talking about the vile vortices and like anomalies in like, yeah. like the Bermuda Triangle and other places like that. There was like a, like you said, a single seater plane or something, someone by themselves who had gone through some crazy like storm. And then it looked like they were in this like tunnel made of dark clouds. And they were like, fuck, like I'm fucked. I'm probably going to die. This is some weird fucking weather anomaly. I'm about to like the pressure in here is going to get wild and I'm going to crash and I'm going to die. And it turned out they ended up arriving at their destination like way earlier than they should have. Hours or ahead of schedule. Yeah. Which does not make sense. No. Um, So cool stories. Uh, but I didn't, I, like I said, I wanted to challenge myself to find something I'd never heard of before rather than expanding some, on more on something I had heard even a little bit about. Mm-hmm. And so I found the Woolwich foot tunnel. Have you ever heard of that? Never. It is a tunnel in London. You said Woolwich? Like, I did. Like W-O-O-L? W-I-C-H, Woolwich, yeah. Huh, okay. It's a tunnel in London. It spans under the Thames River and has been in operation since 1912. So a tunnel that goes under the Thames. Mm-hmm. Okay. So people can cross it, but boats can still go by with you without the, I mean, I guess in 1912, the machinery to actually move the bridge. Fuck would be. that shit, dude. I'm not about to go in a tunnel underneath a, like literally a <laughs> giant fucking river. Well, they made one and it's used very often. But in 2012, the foot tunnel was closed down for renovating. And okay. the contractors who were secured for the job of refurbishing the tunnel were confident that it wouldn't take any longer than a few months to finish the job. Okay. But the tunnel ended up closed for closer to a year and a half. So something happened. Something did. Okay. So once the tunnel was finished, the people who worked on it began to share what they experienced while they were trying to get the work done. Okay. Experiences of time anomalies. Really? Really. 
and we're going to get into it. It's actually a lot weirder than it sounds. One man had this to share, and this is from his perspective. I was one of the first ones to experience it. We were working from both ends, as it were, (laughs) and had tents on both sides of the river. It was pretty basic. If you wanted something from the other side, you just had to walk, walk it through the tunnel. Anyway, the foreman's on the other side, and he radios to ask me across. So I walk through the tunnel, the long walk, we called it, funnily enough. And it's slightly spooky because no one else is down there. They're all working on the lift shafts. Those are elevators for you American people. The lift shaft? Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and I get up the other side, find the foreman, and his eyes almost pop out of his head. He says he only radioed like a minute ago. How did I get there so quick? Huh. Wouldn't take my word for it that I'd walked. He reckoned I had a buggy down there or something that I was playing some kind of prank. But I stand my ground and he starts to see I'm not lying. Anyway, he forgets that he called me. He forgets what he called me up there for. It was a minute ago, dude. How do you forget that? (laughs) (laughs) He was just really thrown back by him showing up so quickly. So he gives me this big red plastic box. He tells me to walk back over and hold it up for him when I get to the other side. So I head back down, the lonely walk back, thinking shouldn't we be getting on with some work or something? When I get to the top, I wave the red box in the air and I radio the foreman. You just left me, he's saying. No more than a minute ago. That's when I start to feel a bit weird. What kind of weird? I think it just freaked him out. It was just a, like a creepy thing. Cause it- Well, how long did he think he was walking for? It's a pretty, so it's, it spans the whole Thames. It goes across the whole thing. And so I have a, actually I have a picture here for you. I mean, I, I've seen it. I, I've seen the Thames. I've seen the bridge that goes over it. Like It's just not under a minute walk. No, I would imagine that you could walk that in. Okay. That actually looks really cool. That's mm-hmm. a dope-ass river or a dope-ass fucking tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that lift shaft. <laughs> Real nice. <laughs> Real nice lift shaft right there. <laughs> um, I, I I mean, I wouldn't expect that you can walk across it in a minute. Right. It's just weird. It shouldn't be one of those things where someone dips down into it and then is back up the other side immediately. Yeah. So odd, for sure. This type of thing became so common while they were working on the tunnel that workers carried on with the job and the time anomalies, which are also called temporal distortions or time slips. Yes. And they eventually became commonplace for them. It was just- They just tried to ignore it. What else are you supposed to do? It's not like you can file a complaint about it. What are they gonna do, you know? Hey, (laughs) call the the time police. (laughs) This bridge is weird. (laughs) This tunnel is- This tunnel, they're gonna be like, well, I'm sorry, work on it anyway. And so they did. Work on it much quicker now. Yeah. (laughs) Now that you can. So yes, they tried to ignore it, but it did create some challenges for them. For example, they weren't able to rely on their watches and resorted to using egg timers to tell how much time they'd actually been working instead of like their watches, which they couldn't trust. Huh. And another worker said the following. My initial feelings was I was pretty freaked out by it all, but once everyone else had experienced it, it was amazing how quickly it seemed normal. It became like a joke. It was a laugh, you know, a source of giggles. Someone said we'd invent that we'd in, that we'd invented the teleporter and we're all going to be rich. The foreman stopped trusting watches and phones when we were down there and took to using egg timers. A few of the young agency lads tried to claim extra on their timesheets. <laughs> but that was the thing though. Time froze when you were down there. If you were down there for the full working day fixing the tiling, you'd basically finish work, come back up, and it would still be morning. Oh. One one thing we couldn't get our head around was how the two sort of time places a guy was in seemed to be happening at the same time, as it were. 
like I see you emerge across the river in no time at all, but there's also a you who reckons he's spending four hours in the tunnel. What? So to you going into the tunnel, you spend four hours in there. You're there. You have the egg timer, for example. You know you've been in there for four hours. But to someone who didn't enter the tunnel, they see you come back out the other end immediately. Huh. It's almost like you're in two places at once. That's fucking weird. Yeah, gross. What, did they try racing to see who can get the fastest time? They did do a little experiment. I was like, cause that'd be fun. That's the first <laughs> thing I would have done. So not that, no, but they did do a little experiment. So one worker, a man named Peter, volunteered to be the subject of a little experiment. Like I said, they got a really long rope. They posted a man at either end of the tunnel with the rope tied around them. Um, I got this uh, article. I read this article from mysteriousuniverse.com. They have okay. a podcast of their own. They talk about this kind of stuff. And they described the experiment like this, quote, the idea was for him to walk through the tunnel, Peter, with the rope, and then signal the others with a red flag when he got to the other side, after which other workers would shout to the ones holding the rope that he had crossed and then pull on the rope. To yoink him back down? No. So as you can see in this picture right here, right beside the lift shaft, there's a little spiral staircase. Yeah. So they had people on the top of the spiral staircase able to look across the Thames at the other side. They had a couple guys at the bottom of the stairs looking into the tunnel, holding the rope, had it tied around their waists. Then they had Peter walk across the tunnel. And the moment he got to the other side, um, as soon as someone on the other side saw Peter, they would tug on the rope. Okay. Yeah, something like that. I, I, don't, I don't know how, I don't know, I don't know what their reasoning was. So anyway, that was their logic. As soon as he got to the other side, like they would signal the other side that he got there. Okay. I guess. So here's a story from the perspective of one of the people holding the rope for this experiment. Okay. I'm kneeling down and craning my head down so I can watch Peter walk around the curve. And he laughs and waves at me for a minute, then gets bored, keeps walking. And he's just about to round the curve out of sight. It hasn't been long, just a minute or so. Around the same time it, would, it took us to walk down the steps and I feel the rope around me tighten. Then I hear the lads up top. He's across, he's waving the red flag. The thing is, Peter hears it too. Ew, cause he's right, right there. He's still there and he stops, turns around and he's looking at me. His hand slowly reaches into his big jacket pocket and he pulls out the edge of his large red flag. For a moment I grin, I reckon they're all having me on. That's British for joking around with me. <laughs> That's gross, that made me feel uneasy. But it was the look on his face. That's what still gets me. Nobody's that good an actor. His face. And he's a big man, mind you. Fearless. Peter was a big character. Always at the center of things. Always with a big smile on his face. Never saw him take anything too serious. The whole time we knew him. Until then. I don't know how to describe it. It was, it was fear. Just plain fear on his face. And he's looking right at me and I know what he's thinking. I know what he's trying to figure out. Do I keep going? Or do I come back? He takes one step toward me. Then he stops. And I don't know how long we looked at each other like that. Neither of us talking. Then in the end, he turns around again and carries on out of sight. Well, I'm up those stairs like a shot. Yeah, no shit. And when I get up to the top there, there he is across the river. Unmistakable. Even from that distance, red flag in one hand, another guy's arm around his shoulders. Anyway, I didn't like that. No. Gross. What, what if he didn't do it? Like, what if he came back? Would he stop existing? I don't know. Clearly, he didn't want to find out. And just the thought of making that choice was enough to like fuck him up in the head and decide not to even try. That's so gross. Yeah. That's gross. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that at all. 
Yeah. I read that and I was like, that is no sleep worthy mm-hmm. for sure. So having heard all of those, there are a couple more. I think there was a story of like three of them just privately deciding they were going to go back to work after everything was all said and done and try to like sleep there, that they were going to stay inside the tunnel they had work to do and decided to like take sleeping bags and stuff and stay there for three days in a row to see if they really did still come back up and it was the same time. And they claimed it was true that they were in there for three whole days. And when they popped back out, it was the same time that they it had was like entered a minute the tunnel. Later. Yeah. That they had entered the tunnel just about now. I don't know if that's true. No yeah. one seems to believe that one. Um, but no one seems to believe most of these, some of them uh, anyway. So the tunnel opened, these stories start getting passed around. A lot of people like you and me were fascinated by them, but a ton of people also thought they were totally full of shit. So who knows if we go to London, we'll have to visit this tunnel. Wait. So those tunnels are made for like walking, like you just getting just a regular person can walk across there. Yep. Huh? That's all. Okay. So on the subject of time slips and the multiverse, I found this uh, article on, um, I think it was like psychologytoday.com. It's that magazine. Uh-huh. So this psychologist named Lisa Broderick, she apparently likes exploring, she said, quote, where physics meet science, meet, meet, meet uh, psychology. Okay. And she had this to say, and I thought it was really interesting. So I'm going to share it with you. Okay. She says, the nature of time is one of the biggest mysteries in science. Scientists simply do not understand what time it is. What time is, at least partially, because it does not behave the same way in every circumstance. For example, did you know that clocks installed on airplanes or even further away, like on satellites, record time at different rates than here on Earth, even though they're programmed to work the same way? Yeah, doesn't didn't they say gravity affects time or something? No idea, but then how do you define it then? I don't know. You could say time's a constant and gravity can change or something. I don't know. Why would one have an effect on the other? I don't know, Jessica. How do fucking wormholes exist? Do they? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's all she's (laughs) talking about. So she says, we all know that time has a physical component that is measured by clocks. This physical component of time exists because things and people move around in space. The motion of the earth propels time forward in 24 hour days, 365 days a year. We physically experience time because we experience ourselves and things moving around. This is obviously true when you think about different time zones. It isn't the same time in New York as it is in Sydney because the earth is moving. In fact, if you think about it scientifically, we're all traveling in time at one second per second. Yeah. So she talks about how Einstein theorized that time and space are linked together and found that the universe has a speed limit and that's the speed of light. Okay. So while time and space are linked, nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. Right. But what about otherwise credible reports made by people who claim to have traveled faster than the speed of light, reports of actual time travel? We can't prove it, but people will still say that it happened. The internet is filled with stories about people insisting they experienced jumps in time, which are not merely one second per second, but decades or even hundreds of years. So these time anomalies or time slips are paranormal episodes during which someone or a group of people somehow experience traveling through time without knowing how or why it occurred. Okay. She brings up, as an example, a story in Oklahoma in the 70s. Three workers are picking up cattle feeder equipment from one farm. They notice a white house on the property. When they come back the next day, there is no house and no sign that there ever was one. One possible explanation, she says, was that they traveled in the future and saw a house? Is that the house existed in a different moment in time. 
and somehow all three of them collectively experienced it as reality. Now, whether or not the story is true, or any of the others are true or even likely, is something else. She asks, if it is true, how could it happen? One explanation is a credible but controversial scientific theory, the multiverse theory. We've seen many documentaries about it, you know? Like uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor and the, Strange in the multiverse right? of madness. The, the, there was um, um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man into, in, the, Spider-verse, in, into yes. the Spider-Verse. There was that. So we know how the multiverse theory works. We're all very familiar with it. Yes. Uh, infinite number of worlds exist along different paths in time, which arise out of each passing moment, suggesting like the butterfly effect, you know, or Rick and Morty. I know what the butterfly effect is, I'm Jessica. Sorry, I just wasn't sure if you understood. I wanted You don't to... need to dumb down the butterfly effect for I, me. I don't think Rick and Morty is dumb. God. Suggesting that different things happen in each of these universes. Yes. And support for that theory is another one called the called cosmic inflation. Time has inflation? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that way. So cosmic inflation refers to a faster than light expansion of the universe that may be responsible for spawning an unlimited number of disconnected universes that eternally are issued out of one another. This is where I get real scientific, and this didn't make a lot of sense to me, so please don't ask me that many questions. Okay. Cosmic inflation may have happened because during its very earliest instance of formation, the universe was expanding outward from a single point into nothing. Said a different way, the universe's faster than light expansion could be due to the fact that it was expanding into something that wasn't itself, where the speed of light wouldn't apply. That didn't make any more sense to me than the first one. No, physics should just be a constant. It shouldn't (laughs) be like, oh, well, they don't have math over there, so you can do anything. Right. I mean, so anyway, she says whether or not the multiverse or cosmic inflation or any of this um, is actually a thing, it just remains to be proven. This is all theory upon theory upon theory. But the theories, she says, are intriguing, and they solve at least one famous problem scientists have with time travel, which is something called the grandfather paradox. The grandfather paradox states that if you were to go back in time and kill your grandfather before your father was born, then you wouldn't exist in the first place to kill him. Okay. The multiverse theory solves that paradox in that you could kill a copy of your grandfather in an alternate universe and therefore still have been born in your universe if you were able to return to it. Okay. But then the problem with that is that if you killed your grandfather back in time, but it was actually a different universe, if you were able to return to the universe you came from, he would still be alive in that one. I mean, that kind of makes sense. I just thought that was all interesting. It's like just a bunch of food for thought. Did that confuse you? Yeah, that's retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb. Fucking science. (laughs) I think it's all super interesting. And we were just talking about how uh, you were... You had asked me what I meant by what I chose to talk about, and you brought up, like, the Mandela effect. How could a whole bunch of people remember something that they're confident happened, and then another huge group of people is confident that it didn't? Well, no, not just a huge group of people are confident that it didn't. It's a huge group of people are, like, 100% guaranteed, you know, this happened. But if you look it up, it definitely didn't. Right. Everyone who actually looks it up and reads about it or finds a video of it or whatever, it was never that. Right. And the Mandela effect is named for Nelson Mandela. There's an enormous party of people who are positive that he died a certain year and are confident that they like 
watched his televised funeral and everything. Yeah, I don't, I mean, obviously I'm too young to have seen a televised funeral of Mandela if he was dead. Sure. Um, but I remember, I remember in school learning about Mandela dying. Well, yeah, he did eventually die. I'm pretty sure he's still alive today, Jessica. No, I thought he had died. I don't think so. Well, I mean, either way, the Mandela effect is that people remember that funeral, the televised one, and other people are like, nope, that definitely didn't happen. He, I guess, died many years after that or is still alive. And that's what I mean. Okay, no, I lied. He did die. Okay. Uh, December 2013. Pretty recently. I mean, yeah, like 10 years ago. But the people who claimed they witnessed his funeral on television thought he had died way before. Like early 2000s, late 90s, I thought. Something around there. I guess. I, I have no idea, dude. But yeah. I thought he was dead. So, well, he is dead now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember learning that he died in school before 2013. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So people are asking, how can that be possible? And I honestly, the Mandela effect, people talking about it gets really like fucking annoying and uh, boring. Yeah, it gets. Because people start talking about it. Did you know it was pronounced Berenstain bears and not Berenstein. Oh yeah. The fucking Kellogg's has an apostrophe or it doesn't or something. It's just, it's stupid to me. It's like people who were like, I spent my whole life not knowing it was actually spelled February. There are people like that. And I'm like, that's not the Mandela effect. You're just dumb. Yeah. You're just an idiot. You're just dumb. That that's not anything paranormal. Like just accept that you can't spell it and put F E B. I didn't, (laughs) I didn't know it was spelled surprise. That one still gets me. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, I thought that was all really, really interesting. But uh, I guess, you know, wrong crowd, wrong crowd to. Uh, no, in. the smart science-y stuff mm-hmm. right over my head. But the guy, Pass. the two guys like making eye contact. That's disgusting. And then having it confirmed that he was in two places at once for yeah, sure. That's disgusting. I hate that. That was creepy. Because like, what if he walked backwards? Like, what if he knows for a fact he didn't even go across the tunnel. And then as they saw him mm -hmm. and he walks back. Everyone up top, it has their eyes on him. Would that make a clone of him? Would he cease to exist? Would the world explode? Well, based off of his choice, if he had decided to turn back, would he have actually appeared on the other side? Because what if it's based on that? I don't know. You see what I mean? It's just, it's one of those things where you're like, ah, I don't want to think about this anymore. No, no, fuck that. (laughs) fuck all that i do have one extra story but unfortunately that's for patrons only oh it's a patron exclusive story it's a good one too it's a new one that was up on reddit Mm, okay well i guess if you want to listen to that you'll have to go to three shotsin.com and become a patron you can do that five bucks a month super easy uh while you do that while you go to our website and go to patreon and subscribe as you should we are going to go on a break we are yes we got some California rolls waiting for us. Some little snacks. Yep. So we're going to go eat eat those. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that gross? That was disgusting, dude. I really didn't like that tunnel one. What do you do? What do you do if you're the guy? Mm -mm. Like which guy? The guy um, with the rope around his waist watching Peter. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean... If I'm, if I'm sitting there, right, mm-hmm. I'm watching Peter and then I feel my fucking rope tug and everyone's like, he's there, he's there. But like, I literally see him in front of me and know that he is not there. Mm-hmm. So either one of two, two things just happened. Either Peter is standing in front of me and something that looks like Peter 
is on the other side of the bridge, other side of the tunnel, or Peter is on the other side of the tunnel and I'm looking at something that looks like Peter. Oh, that's where your mind went? Yeah. That one of them was a fake Peter? Oh, that's disgusting. The very, I would drop, I would drop it and run. I wouldn't be there. I'd quit, I'd quit my job, I wouldn't return. That's disgusting. That's not where my mind went. My mind went to like that there were two of them because of that whole like dimensional sort of theory. Uh, stupid, I hate that. Why? No. <laughs> Mm-mm. It's like okay. a whole, it's like the whole like doppelganger shit. Okay. But like, it, okay. Then if you're Peter in the tunnel, what do you do? Just keep going. Do you, like he did. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you, if he would have turned and went back, then he would have never crossed in the first place. That would have never happened. He wouldn't have actually been over there and either he stops existing or what would make more sense is that everything stops existing because it all just broke. You think it would just like, it would need a, it would need a reboot. It would go into like error mode. We'd have to, we'd have to, you know, do a restart and update. And just like it would reset like the beginning of the experiment and keep doing that until he chose to just keep crossing the tunnel. I guess. I don't know. I don't like it. What if you threw a ball? Okay. <laughs> What if I, or what if you, what if you got a little like RC car and just raced it across? Would it get over there super quickly or would it not? Cause it's not a person. I don't know. Jessica, these are the big questions that you need to be able to answer next time. But I'm not a scientist. So? So how would I know how that would work in like a little time warp situation? They don't know how it works. Jessica, they make it all up. They're, what? They make it all up. I know, but they have fancy things to say to back up the things they feel. I have there's nothing. N- there's nothing factual. You are just as credible as they are. I didn't say factual. I said I can't answer it. I'm saying even if you threw a, you threw your best guess, that would be just as credible as their best guess because it's all bullshit. There is nothing to base any of it on. Do you think if Peter in the tunnel heard on the radio that he was on the other side and decided to come back out the end he came from and saw himself standing on the other side of the tunnel, there was a Peter on each side of the Thames. Yeah, two Peters. That that would like cause the world to shut down. Is that what you said? Well, either the world fucking has to reboot to correct that mistake, or I don't fucking know. He just accidentally started Armageddon. You know, like <laughs> it would just like plagues would start hitting. Them. <laughs> yeah, just terrible shit would go down. Like literally, they wouldn't have time to to question seeing two Peters because fucking nukes would be going off. Would you even feel afraid if you were Peter? Like that well, was his reaction. Was I would. Terrified. I'd be afraid that if I'm over there and I know I'm not. That it's something that isn't you. If I decide not to go over there, I can't change that everyone already saw me over there, Mm -hmm. even though I wasn't. So I'd have to go back, which would mean that everything stops existing and I die. (laughs) That's the only way I could see that. Got it. Okay. And I really like living. So it makes sense. I also like, you know, the world existing Mm -hmm. makes me, allows me to play really cool video games and drink really good beers like this Shinerbach. Yeah. So it allows me to drink wonderful whiskeys. Like monkey shoulder. Right. Top notch. If the world didn't exist, I wouldn't be able to purchase all of the monkey shoulder that I want. Exactly. Exactly. So, Which everyone should own. Of course. Yeah. I didn't like that story. It made me feel gross. I felt a little queasy. Made you feel queasy? Yeah. A little queasy. That's disgusting. Did the ranger stories from last time made you feel queasy? Um, I mean, I didn't like the fuzzy man, the fuzzy man or the other one, the voice in her head telling her to eat. No, no, I can get over that one. 
the guy who disemboweled himself with his own ice pick. No, that was funny. <laughs> that was sad. Yeah, that sucks. That's that's just, you know, irony right there. The little hilarious. boy, like the whole family. Oh, yeah, the whole family. Terrible. That's death. So brutal. Because their father thought he was one step ahead in nature. Learned that the hard and that way. poor child. I know. Watched his whole family die and then sat under a tree and waited for himself to die, mm. knowing I'm probably going to die. That's so sad. So sad. Leaving like a brother or sister with a broken leg Mm-mm. in the rubble. Ugh, terrible. Which is wild, right? I don't know of a kid who could fucking leave and go do all that. I feel like any kid who just watched their family die would be like crippled, right? And just wouldn't like be able with, to fucking leave. With grief, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Time. Gosh. It's always ticking away. Mm-hmm. How much time do you have left in this world? You don't get to know. Nope. This isn't the kind of world where we have watches that tell us how many minutes we have left and we have to work in order to gain more. Yeah, no, that would be like a really bad movie, probably. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Really terrible. You can, uh, there's a kind of herb you can put in bread and stuff. We talked about that. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you think it makes bread better with it? Yeah, I think so. You can put it on like, like pork tenderloin and chicken and stuff. Gosh, if only there was a company who took wood and made it better. They took their time on it. Oh, they if they took their time on it, it'd be great. If only that something like that existed. Well, you know, it does. Guess where it exists. Who? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me try that one more time. All right, hold on. <laughs> you know who definitely does take their time on their wood products? Who? Our sponsors. That's right. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. We'd like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. They are a company that makes woodcraft products. Like plaques with all sorts of hilarious sayings and coasters with sarcastic twists. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories like dice towers, dice dungeons, and DM screens. Everything is made here in the USA. Yes, a family-owned business. They use American wood in American hands. Nice. (laughs) They personally create all of their merchandise. Yes, they are close friends of ours, but that's the most that we'll say. It could be anyone, but they're fantastic. They are. They are fantastic, and it really could be anyone at all. We own many of their products. That's true. All of them are of great quality. The greatest. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. Reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. That's Tilted, T-I-N-K-E-R. You should go and buy something from their website because they're awesome. And they love us, just like we love you. You watching anything? Um, yes. What you watching? Um, I, Terry and I are watching Vox Machina. On Prime, that's the show, oh, are they, you? the Critical Role show, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How is it? I enjoy it. Because I think I watched the first episode, and I remember laughing a little bit, but really not being entertained almost at all. I really liked it from a like, D&D player's perspective. It's fun. Mm. Did they all voice their own characters? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, and Matt Mercer plays a bunch of the voices, too. That's cool. Mm. Uh, I know for me, the only... I'm, I'm watching two things right now. One with Danny, one with just me. Okay. So with Danny, we're watching uh, How I Met Your Father. 
Oof. Um, so we watched the first season. Yeah. Maybe a few months ago, three, four months ago. Okay. Um, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And I, I didn't know that for a fact. I didn't watch it myself. I just heard some bad things. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't terrible. It was good enough that we watched it while we were on our phones and it laughed what, it was from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same. It's not a great show. It's, I don't like to wa- like really sit and watch it. I really you don't. You said I, it's the same. You mean the second season isn't any better? No. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you any of their names. Oh, really? I don't know their names. You just know I just know Duff. British man and Asian girl and Hillary are kind of funny. And Hillary Duff is, has a really nice butt. She does. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. There's a, a British guy and an Asian lesbian woman. They're probably the funniest characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't tell you their names. Hmm. I'm like, like I said, two seasons. Like that's like, I'm like 15 episodes into this show. Couldn't tell you. Wow. I uh, just finished watching Wednesday with the kids. How was that? I enjoyed it. Uh, I remember you started the first episode and I was sitting there and it, it seemed like 50% funny, 50% super cringe. Yeah, there's a lot in there that it's meant for the younger audiences um, or just the lamer ones. Mm. But um, all in all, I really enjoyed watching it with the kids. Um, and I would definitely watch it by myself. If Even if the kids weren't here to watch it with, I would watch it. Okay. I would have watched it, I guess. Okay. I probably won't watch it. I would still think the parts that I thought were lame with the kids were lame without the kids though. Yeah, I probably won't watch it. It was a lot of cringe. It kind of, that's still, that remains pretty constant, you know? Um, but I, I don't know, just a lot of really cool like story concepts and yeah. cool scenes, brutal instances in the story. Yeah, there's some murders or something. Some murders. Yeah, nice. no, straight up like murders. Like there's gore and a torture scene and. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I wasn't expecting. I was very pleasantly surprised. Okay. Um. Well, I know the other show I'm watching just by my lonesome is House of Cards. I'm rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had stopped watching it when Kevin Spacey was, was removed from the show. Yeah, he was removed. They like killed him off or something. Mm-hmm. And the wife was now like the main person. Yeah. And that just really didn't interest me. Okay. So I didn't watch that last season, but I'm going to rewatch up until that point again. I heard it stayed good. I mean, I didn't watch it myself. Just, I mean, I didn't even watch until oh, look, Kevin Spacey. I'll was probably removed. watch the whole thing. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. And it just sucks because that is an amazing show. And Kevin Spacey had to be like a terrible person. And now that show is no more because he's fucking terrible. Cause he's an awful person. He's at the very least a fucking pedophile yeah. and rapist. And at the worst, a fucking murderer, murderer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Horrible. If any of it's true. Really like I like said, at the very least, he's a pedophile. Yeah. And a rapist. Yeah. That's like the least of his offense. Or at least attempted shit. Sure. Would be the least. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If if a bunch of people brought cases against him and they all like failed in court or something, mm-hmm. maybe I can give him the benefit of the doubt. But considering that most of them died in tragic accidents. Unexpectedly, unexpectedly the day before they were meant to appear. Uh, it makes it seem like it was very real. It did yeah. happen. And he paid to have them killed or something. Right, right. Wouldn't surprise me if he and uh, who's the the music artist that is in prison? He just got sentenced. You just R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Maybe he and R. Kelly were buds. R. Kelly didn't kill any people or pe- oh, the no. women well, that they, ac- women that have, accused him didn't. They have didn't... two different styles. Okay, <laughs> but their preferences fall in the same age range. It yes. sounds like. 
Yes, uh, not quite the same uh, gender range. No, no. But uh, no, same age range, yes. Um, but yeah, no, you know, R. Kelly had a little more class. Did he? Yeah, a little bit more. He paid them? He, he gave them money and said, go drop live, the charges. Go, go live your life. Not die and drop the charges, you know? That's true. I feel like giving money is puts you a step above murder, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like you're still not a decent human being, anywhere near it really. Uh, but probably better than murder, my opinion. Yeah. Just my opinion though, you know? Right. I wonder how many other Hollywood elites are just absolutely terrible. Oh my God, I bet it's so many. Right? So many. It's gotta be. So, so many. We saw how easy it was for R. Kelly to get get away with it for so long. He was literally in the limelight for a lot of it. Yep. Like his courts and all his court hearings and shit, like that was like big public news and he still managed to pay them off and just continue doing it. Mm -hmm. Terrible. If R. Kelly can do it, anyone can do it. Anyone with money. Yep. Yeah. Gross. Super gross. Name a celebrity who you think is definitely an innocent, perfect little, little regular diamond in the rough. Regular person with regular morals and values and not an evil, twisted, corrupted, rich person. Yep. You can only pick one. Obviously there's multiple. Sure. But for now, you get to pick one. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Bet you he's one of the good ones. I hope so. I really like him. I like him too. Uh, I would say Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. He seems like a straight and narrow type of guy. Mm-hmm. He ha- he was active for a while there. Oh, yeah. Um, he did the whole like- Working uh, against- Sex uh, trafficking. Yeah, human sex trafficking. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Hopefully they remain like high up in our moral view. Yep. And you should all try to be like Ashton Kutcher, you know? Yeah. Upstanding and sticking up for the, you know, the people who can't defend themselves and yeah. that type of thing. And and banging me lacunas. I bet we all wish we could bang Mila Kunis. All of us do. All of us do. Yeah. I've seen her uh, without makeup, mm-hmm. looking probably like her worst. She's still super cute. So hot. Super cute. Super cute. Super hot. Big Wood old bang. Big old eyes. Mm-hmm. Let me rephrase. Big old eyes, but lock, not like in an Amanda Seafried way. Oh, no. She's got creepy eyes. She's got golem <laughs> eyes. Uh, that's a pass on Amanda for me. I'd smash. Maybe in doggy. You know, <laughs> I don't got to look at her eyes. And we're back from the break. We are Jessica. Yeah. Go ahead and spin the wheel. I will. All right. Your time is up, like life-wise, at the worst possible moment. Okay. What is that? Shitting. Your so your time is up. Yeah. Like like you are just dead. Yeah. What is the worst possible scenario for you to just die in? Shitting. Like Elvis. Yeah. Or was then that Johnny like, Cash? No, listen. Did Johnny Cash die in the toilet or was that Elvis? No, it was Elvis. Okay. Now that's like, I mean, there's a silver lining. Like, I just feel like it'd be really embarrassing to die on the toilet. Yeah, but then, you, like you said, silver lining, when you inevitably shit and pee yourself, it's right there. It's disposed of. Mm-hmm. There's no cleanup. Flush. Exactly. Um. 
I just feel like it'd be really embarrassing. Um, there's, there are worse ways. Oh, 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 um, it'd be really embarrassing to die choking on like a cucumber. I was practicing fellatio on because <laughs> didn't someone die like that in one of your stories one time? Yeah. Yeah. It was a, that girl. was a true she was, one. It was she really did that's die that 100% way. factual story. She was apparently, well, they believe practicing giving head yeah because she with a cucumber because she was like she met a guy on tinder or something and he no no no. remember you said she was in the middle of gardening and a guy rode by on a bike and saw her and they had like an exchange and he was wearing those tight little biker shorts and she saw that his like dong no, was massive you're missing you're missing context like that you're mixing up two stories am i yeah because she didn't she didn't just see a random guy and thought oh i'm gonna practice sucking his dick it was she yeah, was out on a date i thought she was gonna go on a date with a guy that she had met on like a fucking text app or something. Okay. And so she saw a picture of his penis. She knows that he has a giant penis. I thought she saw a biker sh- him in biker shorts. No, she knows that this man has a giant penis. Okay. And so she's like, shit, I've never handled anything like that. And so she buys like a, go into my egg a well-endowed fucking my cucumber. Garden. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, I think she was just like, no, she wasn't gardening. She was literally just walking around outside, which I don't know that if you're going to practice, no, I don't, I really, I, really don't think that I true. can pull up the video for you. I don't care about that. I can pull up the video. I can play what you said on the podcast. I'm telling you right now, Jessica, she was apparently walking around her backyard. She stepped on the like reiki <gasps> part of a yeah. rake. The stick came up, smacked the cucumber <gasps> dead on. So it, the whole thing went down into her throat and lodged there and she died in her backyard. It's like a dirty cartoon. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Oh yeah. That's really bad. That's super embarrassing. Oh, I told it was, it, I saw it on um, a thousand ways to die. I told a story one time uh, of people dying in the middle of doing it. And there was a couple doing it on a balcony and he fucked her oh, off the balcony yeah. and she fell down and died. What do you do? What do you mean? What do you do? Um, I mean, like, do, do you, do you <laughs> run downstairs and see her dead body that you know is dead? Do you call police? Do you just accept your fate and smoke a cigarette or like jump off with her? Like, what do you do? Just to save face. Like, let's just (laughs) both die. Yeah. Like I'm going to be known as the guy who fucked a girl off a balcony anyway. I mean, that's in best case scenario, involuntary manslaughter. You thrusted so hard. She ended (laughs) up, they were probably, listen, if they were fucking on the balcony, they probably weren't doing the, doing it the normal way. It was probably, they were probably thrill seeking. Remember that scene? She in was that, probably her back. In her, like, the back was probably on like the railing. Un, no, and he had her lifted up and was just ramming. Yeah, it could have been that, like something like that, like in uh, Underworld, the werewolf one. Oh, Rise of the Lichens. Yeah, yeah, they fuck like sideways, <laughs> like on a mountain. His, or something. like he's like wee, and his upper body is hanging off like at the edge of yeah, uh, and she's mountain just ride, or riding his dick. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. His big werewolf dick. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, but something like that. Like that would be really embarrassing, um, for sure. Honestly, the cucumber one is way worse though. Yeah, than fucking someone off a balcony, dying because I got thrusted off of off of a balcony. Yeah, why well, know my answer? Worst possible scenario um, is if I'm like watching porn on my phone and I just die. <laughs> <laughs> With porn on your phone? No, well, think why about it. Why would that matter? No, think about it. You walk in and like, whoever finds me, right? probably in my living room or my bed. Right. But you're like rigor mortis and the phone still. Yeah. The phone's in my hand. Right. And (laughs) it's like, it's like full on like Netflix, just loop, just continue the next video or some shit. I don't know what's going to land on, right. It could be anything. And I'm on the couch. My pants are off. I'm fucking dead. 
right? Uh-huh. My dick's dead, so it's it's all shriveled up. <laughs> it's not even it's not even like standing tall, you know. Okay. It's just an embarrassing way to go. And then I shit myself probably. <laughs> because I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, that would suck. What do you do? You find a dead body who is clearly jacking off and fucking Star Wars is playing on their phone. Star Wars. And Horbaka is just getting oh, it from behind. Power bangers instead of power rangers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but there's just, there's got, like, I'm sorry. Practicing deep throating a cucumber is way more embarrassing. Don't get me wrong, Jessica. That's terrible. But I will never be in that situation. Well, okay. How about this one? Um, well, you could still fuck someone off a balcony. You would have did. That's how Danny dies. <laughs> <laughs> do you we remember? Did, we did fuck on a balcony in Mexico. <laughs> do you remember um, that story? The same same episode you talked about a guy where he and his like mistress or something liked fucking around with food, oh. and so he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do you while you put like a eggplant or something in your mouth or a squash or a, no, maybe no, no, it was no, a no. cucumber it, as well. It was, it was also a cucumber." But they, they they didn't have a whole one. They had only they had like a, a one. sliced one. So it was like just like the end stumpy part of it. Yeah, it was like cut in half or something. Yeah. And she was like bound. And so he told her to like, he was like, you know, putting it in her mouth or whatever and her vagina and back in her mouth and uh-huh. whatnot. And then he put it in her mouth and told her to hold it there. And then a fire started in the kitchen. Well, no, well, cause then he was like, Oh, I need to feed my dog. But then he ran out of dog food. He's like, Oh, I'm going to fry my dog up some bologna or, or some no, fucking remember, shit. He went out to the kitchen to find a, find the fruit to find her or a cucumber or something. And when he grabbed the cucumber, his dog wanted meat or something. So he like was, maybe he was drunk or high as well or probably. Both. And he threw lunch meat on a pan yeah, on, on the stove. And then it was like, Oh, I'm going to go outside and, then, and smoke a cigarette while that's going on. No, then he went back in to her with the cucumber and they kept doing their thing. Then he realized he forgot the meat on the stove and it started like setting off fire alarms. Mm. So he was like, oh, fuck, hold on. And he runs out to stop the fire, puts the fire out and then goes on off the, onto the balcony to have a smoke. And when he comes back, she's dead. Yeah. From the cucumber. That looks really bad. Super bad. <laughs> That's an embarrassing way to die. But then again, he's the one that found her, right? Yeah. Dead. So like he could have uncuffed her. And put clothes on her before, like the police got there, or at least covered her up or something. He didn't have to leave. He didn't have to leave her that way. If you're using a fucking bar stool leg to like fuck your vagina, I know. And you're on on the floor in your kitchen. Yeah. And then you die. Uh huh. That is a rough situation. Who's gonna? If someone finds you, they're gonna find you with a bar stool leg in your cooter. What if you died like that one guy I talked about who died in prison? Because he was listening to music with headphones on, on the toilet, and it was a metal prison toilet. And he electrocuted himself and he died. You don't remember that? Listening to music? Yeah. He got electrocuted from listening to music? Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember that at all. So it was, uh, I think it was the irony, one of the irony episodes. Because he had avoided the electric chair very, like, narrowly. Mm. And then he ended up listening with, like, I don't know, like, the wiring was faulty. And it shocked him, but he was sitting on a metal toilet at the time, and he was fully nude. Because that's how I, that's how everyone takes. Because that's how everyone takes a shit, listening to music <laughs> completely in the nude. I mean, it's also it's prison, so I mean, dude, you know what? Like, you know, and that's how he died on technically on an electric chair. Yeah, you know, like unless you are either right about to get in the shower or you just got out of the shower, right? There is no excuse for shitting naked, right? Yeah. Now. 
I understand that people do it. And that's, some, that some, that stresses me out. Some there people, are people that will, sleep in the nude. There will like, people, what if you get up? True. Okay. And you if have you're to a go. nudist, it's you're excused. Um, but I mean, like, that's a not a nudist, just someone who sleeps naked. Yeah, whatever. But I'm saying, like, it's so wrong to me. People that like straight up, like, when they're gonna like poop, like, take their pants and underwear like all the way off, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a three year old. Yeah, and like sit down and take a shit. Like that is so high stress for me. Dean still pees that way. I mean, look, I've done it to make Danny uh, uncomfortable because, like, uh, we'll pee with like the doors open, uh-huh. and we have two bathrooms in her apartment. And if you if you're if you're if you were to be sitting on one toilet with the door open and uh-huh. the other door was open, you could see that person sitting on that toilet, right? Yeah. And so she'll sit to pee with the door open. And I'll go to pee in the other one. I'll pull my pants like all the way down to my ankles. So she has to stare at your ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It's a lot of really embarrassing ways to die. Oh, there was that couple who uh, they did it in the garage in their car, but they left the car running, but they closed the garage. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's how that's how they went. <laughs> that's how they went out. Yeah, that's gross. So that means like they both died with like his penis still in her because well, they probably passed out. Um, yeah. And then suffocated or I don't know, carbon monoxide poisoning, whatever. Yeah. You yeah. Call it. yeah. Well, Jessica, I think we've we've answered that question like 10 times. There are like 20 different ways. There are so many ways. That are the worst way to die. Yeah. The worst time. Yeah. The worst, the worst, uh, not the worst, like moment to die. Yeah. Yeah. Not the worst way to die. There are plenty of those. This is the worst moment to die. Uh Right. In the middle of boning and shitting and masturbating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, all right. I think, I think it's time for your story. That's it. It is time. Thank you. Um, so my original thought when I was doing my, my first search, Mm-hmm. was I searched uh, 30 minute or less nightmares, uh, like pizza, de- 30 minute or less, like pizza delivery nightmares. Okay. Because um, I was specifically looking for like a, a pizza delivery driver, right? Who who got to a house and wasn't on time and the person got like super pissed and they beat the shit out of them or they killed him, right? Or pizza delivery guy got there two minutes late and they demanded free pizza. So delivery, the guy just lost it and fucking murdered them or something. I was something trying to find like something yeah, crazy yeah. and wild. Like, like I'm here with the meat guy. Yeah. Like I, I'm here with the meat and then just <laughs> fucking blast them. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. I was trying to find something just, just absurd, right? Like crazy, crazy, uh, shit like that has happened, but there really isn't a lot of story or context to it. Uh, most of the time pizza delivery guys, if they're involved in anything, it's because they got robbed. Yeah. Like people will jump them and just take all their tip money. Like some quick cash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this led me to a, a, an interesting article. Um, and we're going to title this the rise and fall of 30 minutes or less. Okay. Okay. So everyone's heard that phrase 30 minutes or less. Um, uh, we'll get into where that came from. So back in, uh, 1979, uh, pizza hut was the like number one, uh, fast food pizza place Mm -hmm. right now. They didn't deliver pizza back then. They had like pizza shops. And if I don't know if you remember like the old school, like pizza huts when we were kids, they had like salad bars and yeah. uh, like pastas. And you would, you would go and you would mm-hmm. eat there. You'd eat, you'd eat at pizza hut. A dessert bar and everything. So obviously it was like, like CC's pizza now. Kind of. Yeah. Like obviously it's not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then that's how it was. Domino's didn't do that. Domino's was just pizza and they were delivery or, or you guys, you could pick it up too. Um, so because pizza hut didn't deliver the Domino's CEO, decided that he was going to promote that not only 
uh, did their company deliver pizza, but they would deliver pizza faster than any local pizza place. Okay. Bold. So at this time, there was no industry standard on pizza delivery times, right? No one, no one fucking knew. Yeah. Now Domino's had been tracking their deliveries and they found that their deliveries were typically less than 30 minutes. Right. Like 90% of the time, less than 30 minutes. So they said, so they, they thought, okay, well that's doable then we'll just make that statement, right? That we'll get a pizza to you in 30 minutes or less mm-hmm. or the pizza's free, right? We, we do it anyway. Yeah. People will feel like they're getting a better deal or whatever. And so they'll come to us. Um, and even when apparently this also worked out for them in their favor, because even when the pizzas were late, apparently very few people actually took free pizzas. Most people would be like, oh no, like, it's don't fine. worry about it. Like you're only a couple minutes late like, and they would pay for the pizza. You said 30 minutes or less, but it's only been 34 or whatever. Yeah. And so they would just pay for the pizza. Um, obviously there were people that took advantage of the shit and would like order pizza and like turn off all the lights in, <laughs> in their house. So that way, like the delivery guy didn't know which house Where to go to. It? And then they would be like, oh, you're 31 minutes. Oops. Give me your free pies or whatever. Um, so in, in, and this happened a lot. Right. And in 1986, they finally they changed it to if the pizza is not there in 30 minutes or less, you get three dollars off your pizza. Okay. Okay. Which in 86, I don't imagine that a pizza was more than six bucks anyway. So. Okay. Well, I mean, that's still that's cool. Yeah, that's nice. Um, So apparently 30 minutes or less was insane success. It improved Domino's like market share. Like it was it was valued super high. Uh, Domino's became the industry standard for not just pizza delivery, but food delivery period. Oh, wow. So everyone was expected to. Oh, yeah. To, to match that standard. If Domino's can do it, why the fuck can't you? Mm. Yes. Uh, and they quickly jumped to like the number one pizza place in the United States. Um, they featured a lot of their shit on like TV shows and stuff like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were like, oh, like it's been 31 minutes, like we get three bucks off and they're like, hell yeah. And they start like high-fiving or whatever. (laughs) Um, So while Domino's was pulling in all this money, um, critics said that like critics of the 30 minutes or less or whatever were apparently like, oh no, this promotes dangerous driving because the pizza guys are are, uh, encouraged, if not threatened to get the pizza there. Critics, AKA everyone who cannot deliver under 30 minutes or less. Yeah. The, the secret pizza hut employees are, are, are actually critics. Um, and you know, some crashes happened, you know, like in, in 1989, there was a car crash where a delivery driver had left a woman with spinal injuries. Oh, so pretty rough. That's bad. In 1990, a 41-year-old woman died as a result of a car crash from a pizza delivery driver. And then after those two happened, the the rumor mill took off. Media rolled with it. They ran that uh, at least 20 deaths had been caused by Domino's drivers (gasps) before 1989, before this big one even happened. Like at least 20 have happened. And they just pulled that out of their ass. They pulled it out. There's literally no evidence of any of that. Wow. Um, And then apparently. They had pulled in like an urban legend or whatever that a delivery driver had killed a child. What? Because he was trying to make it to in the 30 minute delivery time. So basically Pizza Hut started greasing some Oh, so Pizza Hut was throwing <laughs> some money towards fucking media. Yeah. Um, and so not only was that happening like in 1989, mm-hmm. but three years earlier, okay, before, before 30 minutes or less was getting shit on, three years earlier, Domino's had another like new idea to for marketing and it was called uh it was a new mascot that they called the noid 
Oh my god, I remember that. <laughs> you, you remember the Noid? I do. Well, why'd they call it that? He was a he was a villainous claymation man yeah. in a bunny suit who acted um, as like the thing, like the the monster that was trying to stop the delivery from being at your door in 30 minutes or less. It was the Noid. And they had the slogan, avoid the Noid. Oh my God, I remember that. <laughs> um, they even, apparently people loved, I loved the it. Noid commercials so I much. I thought it was fantastic. That Domino's made a video game called Avoid the Noid where you played a, pe a pizza man who had to dodge the Noid for I 30 minutes. I think I played it. <laughs> Yeah, this whole thing is going on. <laughs> and then everything came crashing down. Uh-oh. January 30th, 1989, um, a man by the name of Kenneth Lamar Noid. <laughs> oh, no. Entered a Domino's Pizza in Atlanta with a 357 Magnum revolver. What? He held two employees hostage for five hours. Okay. Now, no one died. Nothing happened. Um, but it was found he was mentally ill, and he believed that Domino's was targeting him personally when they said to avoid the noise. <laughs> and he felt uh, felt very offended. That's um, hilarious. He took it as a personal assault. Uh, but like I said, the employees, employees escaped. He was arrested and he spent a few months in a mental institution before he killed himself in 95. Aww. So very sick man. Uh, unfortunately, last name was Noid and Domino's was telling everyone to avoid him at the time. I mean, he didn't prove them wrong. And this really didn't help because the news media oh god fucking had so much fun with this they hate crazy people quote this was the headline domino's hostages couldn't avoid the noid this time <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah shameless terrible um so by 1990 the noid was gone <laughs> noid was gone and now this is when the two high profile crashes happened the noid was void oh yes Void to the Noid. That's right. So uh, they're just getting a lot of bad press all at the same time. Well, it's like a lot of really good decisions that are like pay off in a really big way until they super don't. Until they, till something unforeseen just right. destroys it. Something unforeseen and I mean, impossible to predict takes place yeah. and then they have to make some changes. Yeah. So still Domino's continued their campaign of 30 minutes or less. Um, for three more years before they they finally decided to let it die. Um, they encouraged safe driving. There was even one franchise that apparently hired off-duty police officers to oh. tail their drivers to make sure. Okay. I, I'm, I don't know if it worked or not. Um, but like I said, none of it mattered. Domino's said no more. And uh, they officially decided that when a lawsuit ruling against Domino's demanded that they pay just under $79 million to a woman named Jean Kinder. Okay. As a result of the 1989 crash. Oh, the spine one? Yeah, I think so. So the CEO had announced the end of the policy four days after that trial trial or hearing, whatever, was was over. It's a good call. Um, and so uh they they ruled that yeah, that was that was really the what is it called? The straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Yeah, that, that brought it all down. Um, although for some reason, movies still run with it. Like movies today are still like, oh no, pizza delivery drivers get there in 30 minutes or less, or it's free. Like it's still a thing. Mm -hmm. um, apparently in other countries, Domino's still hold that policy. Um, apparently they, they thought maybe they would bring it back in 2007. Okay. Um, but ultimately they said no, because 
the media would rake them. Mm, better not. <laughs> so they thought, mm, probably not. And so instead, they came up with their next genius idea that would again have them dominating the fast food pizza market. And that was, Jessica, the famous pizza tracker. You ever ah. order a pizza from Domino's on your phone or your computer and you see that tracker? Right. It says so. like when they receive the order, when they're making the order, when it's in the oven, when yeah. they're checking it and boxing it and when it's out for delivery yes. and then when it's delivered. Yeah. You get all of those. Uh huh. I remember that. Did you know, Jessica, that it's all total bullshit? Yeah. I didn't know. Anyway, that's the next part of my story. So, you yeah. know, act surprised. It was it was an animation like it played at the same rate of speed the whole like every time. No. Yeah, I thought I thought it did. So everyone was led to believe that when they received the order, they would get it. It would blink that they received the order when they are going to make your pizza. Right. When they like print your ticket or something, then it moves. to so they're making it. Then they'll stick it in the oven. Mm-hmm. Mind you, maybe not, maybe not right away. Like they'll put your pizza. They finish making two more pizzas, put them in the oven. Then they go back to the computer, put click a button that they checked all these computer that they put all these pizzas in the oven. Yeah. And then it would update your account to notify you that it's in the oven and so on and so on. Yeah. Okay. So. I did think that's what happened for a long time. Yeah. Um, well, so did someone else. Oh, no. Yes. Um, and this would be a man named Brian Van Hooker. Oh, wow. Yes. So Brian, um, he's a journalist for Mel Magazine. Okay. Never heard of it. But from what I've read, they are serious journalism. Okay. Oh. So he had stumbled upon an article in The Atlantic about how TurboTax also uses these like progress bars. And he said that they, like he read that, you know, the progress bars for whatever reason drove up TurboTax's sales, even though nothing changed. And he was like, oh, hey, well, Domino's has one just like that. That's interesting. And he was like, huh, I wonder if the pizza tracker is, 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 is real. So, so he got the inside He was curious too. and he decided that he would stake out his local Domino's, okay? <laughs> the plan was oh as God. follows. He's going to place an order for delivery while hanging out in the restaurant. Then he would compare each progress mark on the tracker with what with what's actually happening with his pizza. Then he's gonna follow the delivery guy in his car <laughs> until he arrives at his house where his wife will be ready to receive the food. Okay. Now he said that he's he said that like he's like, for the record, this is to study the pizza tracker, not to stock not my to stock my person. delivery man. <laughs> 6.53 p.m., he arrives at his local Domino's. So he had to be there so that he can watch his order being made and ensure that the tracker was working. So he goes up to the counter, he orders some boneless chicken wings, okay? Now he sits down at a table to eat his wings in the restaurant, okay? Which they have some tables or whatever, because you know you wait and whatnot. But he sits down to eat, um, and he doesn't want them to be suspicious of him. What year was this again? Did you not say? I didn't say, but this is like really current. Um. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it doesn't say. I'm sure I could find it if I really wanted to. Yeah. Anyway, he doesn't want them to be suspicious of him. 6.55 p.m., order placed. He said that as soon as he received his chicken, he placed an order uh, to his house, right? And he ordered a half plain, half Hawaiian pan pizza. Okay. This would be a very unique order. <laughs> uh-huh. To make sure that no one else would order this pizza. Yeah. He, he would know it. And um, the uh, the Pizza Hut, that, or the Pizza Hut, the Domino's that he's at is one of those like newer ones that has like a glass thing that sections off so you can see the entire kitchen, mm-hmm. right? From sitting in the lobby. That's where he is. Now, he said that the tracker pops up on his Domino's app confirming that his order was placed. And he said that he was sitting there um, using his chicken to stealthily 
shield his phone from the Domino's <laughs> employees. <laughs> Who are looking over his shoulder the whole time. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so he says, fortunately, this kitchen had that glass, like I mentioned. So he was able to see everything. He's like, perfect. 656. We're firing it up. He says, I don't really know what that means. He's like, but the tracker updated that they are firing it up. In He's the like, oven. I'm assuming that means that they're turning on the oven for me. He's like, which doesn't make sense because I've been watching them make pizzas. Yeah. He's like, but you know, whatever. Okay. Like moving on. 7.02 PM. Your order is in the oven. He said the tracker hits its next stage and tells me my food is in the oven. But I saw none of this happen. From what I can tell, my order hasn't even been assembled yet, much less already baking in the oven. I fear that maybe I missed this happen. I'm totally botching my mission. <laughs> I also worry that I'll have to do this whole steak out another day, which means I'll have to eat Domino's again and sit in this sit in this Domino's ordering chicken again. They're going to think I'm that guy. <laughs> he doesn't want to be that guy. 7.06 p.m., okay? Four whole minutes later, his order was finally made, okay? He said, turns out, I didn't miss a goddamn thing. <laughs> Says at this time, he sees the Domino's employee grab a pan and start building up his pizza. Mm -hmm. He sees them make the half Hawaiian, half regular. Um, he said within a minute, the pizza is built and it's placed in the oven. And he says, despite being impressed with this amazing oven that they have put my pizza in, uh, I have now proven that the tracker is utter bullshit. He says, I even text my wife who's waiting at home to receive the, the pizza. I tell her what I've discovered. Here's a screenshot of his text messages. <laughs> it's all a lie. The pizza tracker is complete bullshit. <laughs> yes. So he says, needless to say at this point, I'm crestfallen. A full 11 minutes had gone by before my order had even begun. And it was placed in the oven at 7.07 PM, five whole minutes after the tracker told me that it was in there. This is from this point on. From this point on, I know it's all a lie. There's no going back now, Domino's. The secret is out. 7.08 PM, perfection check complete. He says, no, there's no perfection check. You just put it in the oven one minute ago. It's not done. 7.12. The Domino's employees grow suspicious of me. <laughs> <laughs> he says, look, I'm not a private eye or anything. I really don't know what I'm doing. I just imagine his hands and face pressed up against the glass. <laughs> so he says, I think the Domino's guys are becoming wary of me, especially considering I finished my chicken 10 minutes ago and I'm taking copious notes in a notebook as I'm sitting at the counter. <laughs> He's like, maybe they think of a plant from corporate. I'm not sure, uh, but uh, they're definitely giving me the eyeball. <laughs> 7.14 PM. We're on the way. Lies. <laughs> my pizza is still in the oven. In fact, I can just begin to see it peeking through the other side of the conveyor belt. Uh, once it's through, one of the employees grabs it off the belt, quickly removes it from the pan, slices it, and puts it in the distinct black pizza box that they have for pan pizzas. Okay, mm -hmm. he says, um, once again, he applauds the brilliance of his pizza choice because he can clearly see that that's his pizza. Mm -hmm. um, though he says that his high is short-lived because he realizes there was not in any way, shape, or form, a perfection check. <laughs> <laughs> so over the next few minutes, he tries to determine who Salim is, okay? That's who the tracker says is going to be delivering his pizza. He says, he says, and that's the man that I'm going to follow. <laughs> <laughs> so three different employees arrive within the next few minutes. He says that for the sake of fairness, I will call them all Salim. <laughs> Regardless of their race, creed, or color, Salim One arrives at 7.16 and begins helping make the pizzas. I cannot discern if he is a delivery guy or not. Salim Two, who arrives at 7.17, is definitely a delivery guy, but he comes in 
drops off his insulated bag and goes in the back. When Salim 3 arrives a few seconds later, he goes right to the orders and checks out my box. Noticing that something's missing, Salim 3 grabs a cup of ranch dressing and puts it in my box. Way to go, Salim 3. <laughs> there actually was a perfection check, and Salim 3 indeed made my, sure my order was perfect. He says, uh, thank you, Salim 3. I'm very happy with your service. Even if your tracker is bullshit, Salim 3 is the real deal. 718, the chase begins. <laughs> Like, so much is going into this. This is some shit I could see you doing. I so, would I would do that. He says, within a minute, Salim 3 has gathered up the orders and is out the door. Um, a prompt, efficient fellow. I then, uh, he says, uh, conspicuously run outside, start my car, and wait for him to exit the plaza. He pulls out in his Honda CRV, and I follow right behind him. He says, meanwhile, the tracker says my order is still on the way. Yeah, now it's on the way. Four whole minutes later. <laughs> he says, I struggle a bit to keep up with Salim 3, who proves to be a speedy driver. <laughs> he says, I lose sight of him, but only for a second, then quickly catch up. <laughs> He's going away from the direction of my house, so I assume that I am not the first stop. 723, the delivery guy's first stop. Salim 3 pulls into someone's house, and I pull into a bank parking lot across the street. <laughs> I carefully watch Salim 3 as he gets out with the order and brings it to the front door. I also wanted to think of plausible excuses as to what I'm doing if questioned by anyone, but I can't think of anything at all. Essentially, I'm stalking a surprisingly diligent pizza man. <laughs> 7.25, the chase continues. With his first order delivered, Salim 3 pulls out of the driveway and heads, heads out, so I pull out just behind him. He once again zips along, and I manage to lose sight of him again for almost 10 seconds this time. I finally catch up with him at a stoplight, uh, and uh, sorry, I finally catch up with him at a stoplight and to catch back up, I'm forced to run a red light and cut off oncoming traffic. <laughs> 7.36, the pizza is delivered. He says, the pizza man and myself pull onto my street and Salim 3 proceeds to drive around a bit looking for my house. This happens all the time. Uh, this is a forgivable offense, Salim 3. <laughs> says uh, that he ends up driving past his house and looks around. I'm pretty sure he darts a, or sorry, he ends up driving past the reporter or the journalist. <laughs> and so Salim 3 looks at him and he says, he says, that's it. Salim 3 knows I'm the weird chicken guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, says, <laughs> he says, also, I drive a large white, a large bright white SUV and I've been following it for the past 20 minutes. He's definitely made me. <laughs> <laughs> so after a few minutes, Salim 3 calls my cell, which I hope he can't hear ringing in my car, <laughs> mere feet away. He asks which house I'm in, I tell him, and he pulls up to the right spot. Within a minute, he's handing his wife the pizza, and at this point, the tracker still says that my pizza is on the way. So I assume, while all of the other stages are bullshit, this one re requires some sort of confirmation button by the delivery guy. 7.45 p.m. Uh, he says about eight minutes after the pizza arrived, the tracker says it's been delivered. So for some reason, Salim 3 didn't check that it was delivered until, you know, eight minutes later. Um, so he says, in short, I totally blew the lid off this whole pizza tracker thing. <laughs> I don't want to compare myself to Woodward or Bernstein or anything, but I'm pretty sure they never stalked a pizza man on a rainy evening to expose the truths that will haunt a generation. Um, so this guy is fucking hilarious. Brian Van Hooker. This is his little bio uh -huh. on the bottom of the article. Yeah. Brian Van Hooker is a staff writer at Mel or M-E-L, specializing in pop culture food, especially pizza, and long form oral histories. He is the co-creator of the comic book Barnum and Eldwood and The Tramp, 
a comedy pilot starring John O'Hurley. He also hosts a TMNT interview podcast called Turtle Tracks and was once called a good guy by Mr. T. <laughs> Turtle Tracks, huh? Turtle Tracks. Guess he's got his own podcast. A TMNT interview podcast. Let me see if I can find it. Maybe it's real. Maybe it's fake. Maybe he just wrote it to make idiots like us giggle. TMNT. It's called uh, Shellheads. Turtle Tracks. It's not called TMNT. It's called Turtle Tracks. Oh. Which actually makes sense because in two of these. Yes. I was like in two of these articles that I've read of his. Um, he quoted Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like that? Uh-huh. There it Turtle is. Turtle Tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So he he quotes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in all of his articles, which is awesome. <laughs> so there you have it. There is my pizza time stories. Those were excellent, Jacob. Thank you. So he has an explicit warning on every one of these episodes. Awesome. Fantastic. I don't really like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I'll, I'll maybe I'll give it a shot because he's funny. He only has 11 episodes so far. Yeah. So then that means that that article was recent. I'm going to give him his first rating. What if it sucks? Well, but that article didn't. No, that article was fucking gold. Like, and I believed every word of it. Yeah. So the pizza trackers at Domino's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, they're all bullshit. The only two that matter, the only two that are legitimate is the one that blinks when they've received your order and the one that blinks when it's done, completely done. So like either delivered, if you're having it delivered or sitting in one of those little hot boxes. <laughs> Those are the only two that matter. Everything else, garbage. I mean, I figured. I didn't at first. I was like, wow, they really have a system like that for I mean, dominoes? I figured it'd be easy enough. You'd click a little button. I know, but so tedious. Like it, it takes so much oh, time to do that for every single little order. Maybe. I didn't expect it to be like super accurate, but maybe accurate for one person, right? They they take three pizzas. Now it says, boop, they're, they're preparing it. All three of them get the notification that it's being prepared. Then they build all the pizzas, put one in the oven, build pizza, put in the oven, build pizza, put in the oven, then go back and check that they just did all three. So the person whose pizza was last in the oven, most accurate mm -hmm. in time. But I mean, that's still, that would still be within like a minute or two of each other. Yeah. I mean, I, it was one of those where I just assumed. Not like that straight it up. True. It says I'll, your pizza's in the oven and it hasn't even been made yet. I stupidly, I was like, cause I think we were in 29 Palms the last time I remember ordering Domino's and like watching the tracker. Um, so that was like, Damn, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember looking at the tracker and thinking like, damn, like they're really efficient. Domino's must be fucking killing it. Like they're raking it in. Got yeah. this like crazy system. Like nope. That's really cool. It's all bullshit. You got a little animation showing like the little like toppings getting thrown on a little cartoon pizza and stuff. And yep. Stuff all like that. bullshit. And it was Terry who was like, oh, they're not really doing that. He really <laughs> rained on my parade. <laughs> what an asshole. I know. He didn't even do it in like a funny way, like Van Hooker. No, Terry doesn't do it like that. Terry's lame. He just like spits it out. I hate him. He like vomits it on you. Lame. Awful. Yeah. But like, and then I thought, you know, maybe like the perfection check was them, like they had cut it, put it in the box and it's basically just sitting on the counter waiting for the delivery guy to grab it now. Yeah. Like that's them like signing off that they're done. Uh-huh. Then when it says it's on the way, like the pizza delivery guy's like, oh, I got this order, this order, this order. Click, click, click. They all say they're on the way. Then- Delivered, click, delivered, click, delivered, click. Uh-huh. Like that way they're all covered. That way the company can track how long everything is taking. So you can't be slacking. Right. Right. That, that's why I thought it was actually there. I thought it was there because the company wanted to make sure their employees aren't slacking. But also, conveniently, we can let our customers know that their shit's being made really quickly. Yeah. So you don't have to call and ask what's going on. No, it's all bullshit. It was just put up there so that you wouldn't call and ask what the fuck is going on. It's really smart. 
Because if it says it's out for delivery, you're not going to call the store and be like, where's my pizza? Right. But, oh, it's out for delivery. And if it doesn't come right away or around the time you think, you think, oh, they must have, you know, run into traffic or had to deliver. Or they a, stopped somewhere else. Had to deliver several others before they got to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Not the case. Bastards. The bastards have lied. Okay. I mean, I'm just not super bummed out by that. It's just, you know. Do you miss the Noid? I do. <laughs> I do miss the Noid. The Noid. Although I avoid just, the Noid. I'm a sucker for little claymation animations. Yeah. You know, you know what I miss? Huh. I wasn't actually around for it, but I've seen like old movies with like old commercials in it and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, the Frito Spandito. I don't remember that one. It was the, you know, Fritos, the chips, the corn chips. No, I, I know what Fritos are. I don't the, remember there being a bandito. The Frito Bandito was the mascot that they had for a while. Uh-huh. Um, it was a Mexican. Mm-hmm. And it was the, ay, 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 I am the Frito Bandito. <laughs> <laughs> And he would he would threaten to steal your corn chips. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> he had a gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> the whole nine. The, and then um, finally they were like, ooh, this might be a little racist. We should stop. And is, so they did. Is that why they got rid of the Taco Bell Chihuahua? Te quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero. Yo quiero. Yo quiero Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Probably not. They rebranded Taco Bell. Remember yeah. remember when the insides used to be like, like, I mean, like just peak 90s? Yeah. And then they were like, no, we need to be like modern and futuristic and hip. Yeah, and I mean, it missed the mark, you well, know, because it, it's Taco Bell. It's just gotten to a point where everything looks the same on the inside. Taco Bell, Chipotle, Starbucks, McDonald's, like they just, they all decided. They're bland. Like the, everything is boring. Yeah. There's no weird like spray paint art on the wall. Okay. My styrofoam cups don't have weird cartoon characters. cartoon paintings on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is the point? Right. Well, Jessica, go ahead and spin the wheel. I will. One last time. If you could go back in time and automatically be best friends with anybody, Ooh. who would it be? I want to choose someone powerful. Yeah. Like, fuck up my enemies. I'm not going to say my original thought. Why? It's just lame, I think. Okay. Because my original thought was Cleopatra. Oh, okay. And that's because, like, we'd be rich as shit. Yeah. Right? And be able to, like, party, party it up with all the other Egyptians. And we'd also totally be fucking. Because? Because it's Cleopatra. Because it's Cleopatra. And I'm her best friend and I have a penis. Right. So we'd be fucking. Yeah. But I'm not going to say that because it's it's too predictable. You know, uh-huh. we talk about how much we want to fuck Cleopatra all the time. I don't. Uh, I think you do. I'm no, I'm good. Uh, you mentioned it once or twice. I'm at not. Least. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm not interested in the Egyptian strange. Mm. I'm good. I think it'd be kind of neat, though, to be super best friends with um, King Arthur of the round mm. table. Uh huh. Because mm-hmm. then he'll, you be, know, he'll be even more best friends with you than Lancelot. Yeah, well, because I'm not going to fuck his girlfriend or his wife or whatever she was at the time. Oh, you probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't fuck his wife. I, no, I wouldn't. Right. More than likely, you wouldn't. No, I, I definitely <laughs> I would not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd swoop in, possibly. Like, if I was single in this hypothetical scenario, I'd be like, Phew. Yeah. I'd be his, like, shoulder to cry on. Like, Guinevere's a bitch. She sucks. She sucks, She's dude. never appreciated you. But she doesn't suck like me. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> just grapefruit him. He's never heard of it before. You would, you, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be probably like be in the stories at that point. You, they'd call you a witch. <laughs> you'd be sucking all those I did, nights. I did crazy things. <laughs> I wouldn't suck all the nights. <laughs> just, just sucking all the nights away. 
You were underneath the round table <laughs> making I, I your was, rounds. That's was, why they called it the round table. Under it, on it, <laughs> all around it. <laughs> um, You're the reason why grapefruits are so mainstream now. You know, I wanted to say another part of me was like, oh, what if I was best friends with Attila the Hun? Oh. Like I, he would probably, even as my best friend, rape me. He'd probably still rape you. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, like, I love you and all. Like, you're so great. Um, oh, you know, but like, why aren't you pregnant with my baby? It's just my thing. It's my thing. You should you have know? my baby in you. You should have it in you. Just every woman should, though. No, here, come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he very, he'd very kindly take advantage of you. He'd rape <laughs> me in a best friend kind of way. Okay, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, hey, 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 hey. Remember that time... He'd you gas, know, he'd gas like the shit out of you. You were <laughs> stuck at that party and like you were too drunk to get home and I came and I got you, you know? You're pregnant with a baby now. Congratulations. Yeah. You're gonna have a little hun. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, do you have a real answer? You're just gonna choose people and just suck their dicks. Like That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, first of all, like I wasn't gonna do anything with King Arthur. Okay. I said swoop in and like be his shoulder to cry on, and then you ruined that. You've seen <laughs> we've been watching way too much Star Wars. Lately. Star Wars, you know, it's, I'm all about it. And then Attila the Hun, I mean, that's all forced on me. That's happening whether I want it to or not. Yeah. So, you know, not doing that. Okay. Cut off. Yeah. Um, maybe hmm, I'm trying to think of someone. I want someone tough so that I can like, as I'm back in time, I can explore to my heart's content and they'll be my protection. Okay. Now I'm thinking old West. Oh, okay. But I can't think of anyone who like wouldn't also be super fucking evil, but just would be super tough. Uh, Wild Bill Hillcock, Hitchcock, Hillcock, Hitchcock. Uh, I don't know. Wild Bill. Some cock. He had some sort of cock. It was hitching it <laughs> or it was up on a hill. I don't know. Yeah. He was apparently like the best gunslinger in the, in the West and was like super nice guy, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. cool. Cool. We'll do that. Do you be best friends with him? Yeah. Would you be there with him when uh, the dude that he beat at poker shoots him in the back of the head? I would prevent it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd prevent it? Yeah, he's my bestie. How would you prevent it? He's my best friend. You can't you can't change the past. You can just be his best friend. No, fuck, fuck that. Why well, we make what are you going to do? Make me not do it? I'm going to read oh, a history book before I go, and before I get there, I know automatically he's going to be my best friend, and then I'll just like, I don't know, like take the person's gun or like push him out of the way last second or something. Okay. <laughs> I'll save his life. Or would you shoot him? Not not Wild Bill. <laughs> uh, the other guy. The other guy. The killer. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Okay. Something cool, whatever it is. I'll be, I'll be ready. I can plan for it ahead of time. Um, so I do have my answer. Okay. Same time window, actually, as Cleopatra, but All not. Right. Is it Julius Caesar? It's Julius Caesar. Now, we'd be best buds, okay, obviously. We'd go through tough times together, sure, but that would just bring us closer, okay? Like how close? Not that close. Oh. Although I did hear that he, I read that he actually fucked boys and shit. Oh, yeah. Um, but not me. Right. We're, we're tight, right. you know? Uh-huh. Um, and... Uh, then he becomes, you know, Caesar. They actually named it Caesar. He's like the emperor of Rome. Fucking dope. Um, I'm the emperor's best friend. Like that's right. gotta be a movie. You right. know, the emperor's best friend. That's probably a movie. I'm gonna be in it. It's gonna be about me. Right. Uh, then. So you're thinking you're going to go back in time and you'll make such an impression. You'll be in like history books and stuff. Oh, I will be in history books. Okay. Cause I'm going to stab Julius Caesar first. You're going to be the first one who stabs him. Yep. Oh, the no. textbooks are going to change at two, Jacob. Yep. Instead of Brutus. Yep. It's me. I'm I'm the new Brutus. Everyone who no one even know who Brutus is anymore. Fuck him. It's Jacob. 
Jacobus. Yep. Wow. They won't. It won't be brutal anymore. It'll be Jacobal now. Jacobal. Jacobal. Yep. <laughs> oh God, that movie was Jacobal. <laughs> yep. That's right. You're gonna get a word and everything. I'm, I'm getting a fucking word. <laughs> I'm getting a fucking word. Uh, cool. Yeah. yeah see, I just want to like party and like explore in the West and stuff. Oh, we're, I would party my entire life with Julius Caesar. Oh, and, but yeah, that's also uh, going to involve. You know, like, I got to kill him, but. I mean, it's going to involve a lot of terrible things, though. But I'm the best friend. I don't have to actually partake. I just have to sit by and be drunk and have fun. You know, they'll think it's really weird, though. I'll probably just fuck his wife for him. That was the thing they did back then. Like, I don't really want to. Can you? Yeah. Can, do you, it? can you fuck my wife? Yeah. Got you, dog. Yeah, no, don't worry no, about no, it. No problem. Yeah. You sure she's hot? Because he ditched her for Cleopatra real fast. Uh, Cleopatra was also like 14 when he ditched his wife for her. So. His, so like his, his wife is his, probably. His wife was probably like regular aged. And probably like, you know, had regular loose vagina. Uh, Cleopatra was tight as fuck. The only person she'd fucked was her brother. Yeah. Ptolemy. <laughs> Wait, are you sure that, are you sure they did? What? Because wasn't there an issue between like her other sister also wanted her brother? Like she had a younger sister. Yes. No. Julius Caesar. Because uh, remember that was the drunk history where yes. Aubrey Plaza yes. was Cleopatra. No. Cleopatra and Julius Caesar fucked. Then, uh... Julius Caesar like got the fuck out of there and mm -hmm. left and Ptolemy came around and was like, no, Ptolemy was dead at this point. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, and he sent Mark Antony oh. to Egypt. He married Cleopatra. Mark Antony did. Mark Antony. Yeah. That was, that was his best friend. Honestly, Julius Caesar, his, Julius Caesar's best friend was Mark Antony. So you, it would now be you. No, no, no. Because I would be like, he'd be like, I need to send you to, I need to send this. Jacobus to Egyptus. I'm assuming that's how they spoke. Um, that's the that's like, Latin. That's um, Latin. Yeah. Right there? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'd be like, no dog. Like you don't want to do that. You know, <laughs> like I'm cool right here, dude. You know, uh -huh. send that guy. He'd be like, ew, Mark. Mark Antony. No, he's, he's totally fucking lame. I'm like, I know we can get rid of him, dude. Send him. It's a good idea. Sends him. Done. Game over. I still get to stab Julius Caesar. It's true. That's true. So win-win for everybody, except for my homie Julius. But you know, what are you going to do? He had a lot of wins, honestly, before his loss. He had a lot of losses too. A lot of them? Mm -hmm. I guess I've only heard about the one. No, rough. Like the last loss. Like homie almost died like multiple times, but like not like in combat. Like I'm sure he did in combat a lot of the time, but like almost died like politically, oh. like political assassination type uh, shit. Yeah. yeah. They'll get you. Those dirty Romans. Okay. Well, if you liked what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Share it with absolutely anyone who likes soy sauce or eat sushi or uh, herbs uh, in bread, herbs and bread, or maybe they eat crackers. Maybe they have a watch. Any one of those people, people, there are people out there who don't know how to tell time on regular clocks with arms. Yeah. They have to check their phones now. Yeah. They have to look at their digital watches or their phones or whatever. And then like, they'll look at a clock. Then it says it's like, you know, 2341. And they're like, what the fuck? What does that even mean? You know, mm -hmm. and you have to explain to them. Yeah. How military time works. And you just don't want to do that. Instead, share our podcast with them. Yeah, just do that. Yeah, it's so much easier. Mm -hmm. So much easier. Yeah. Uh, please feel free to visit our website, threeshotsin.com. Yes, on that we have our internet tip jar. It's a digital one, a figurative one. Yeah, it's not like a real one. You can't like, you can't give us like your, your couch change or anything. I wouldn't want that anyway. It's probably gross. Anyway, so it it's a link to our PayPal account. Single time donation, no strings, no commitments, no labels. It's totally casual. Um, but, you know, if you uh, want a little more, a little more bang for your buck, join us on Patreon because we've got a ton to offer you. Dude, we there. got so much stuff there. 
We recently started putting up additional content every single episode mm-hmm. so far since we started that. It's yep. been nice. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's, we're really making it worth your time. And I've heard it's a tax write-off. You heard that? Mm-hmm. Where did you hear that? Oh, uh, I just made it up. Oh. I figured if you wrote off a year's worth of $5 payments, so it'd be, what, 60 bucks? Yeah. Um, I feel like if you wrote that off in your taxes, they wouldn't question it. They just wouldn't really care about that? Yeah, they wouldn't really care. Okay. Um, if they do, though, um, I plead the fifth, so... Doesn't that mean you want just a speedy trial instead of a slow one? No, that means I am not going to say anything to incriminate myself. Okay. Yeah. So. You kind of, didn't you just do that though? No, 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 because I'm pleading the fifth. Okay. But you said it already. I plead the fifth. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Well, fifth. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we go live Fridays at five o'clock on our Instagram Most Fridays at five. That is true. On our Instagram at Three Shots In Podcast. Uh, that is five o'clock central times, 5 p.m. And we'd love to see you there. It's a great time. Yes, we enjoy taking shots and getting questions and talking with you guys on the the live chat there. It's oh, a lot yeah. of fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, also a lot of fun. Three Shot Cinema. An absolute blast. That is a super secret, extra exclusive Patreon podcast available only to our patrons. And we have a great time on there. Tonight, we're the, the day that we're co- recording this anyway, we're posting our latest three shot cinema, a re-recording. I think it went very swimmingly. Oh my God. Though. It went, it went, it went very, very well. Yeah. Like I was very happy with it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be dog shit because we recorded fucking a dynamite one. I know. Dynamite recording. Know. And Jessica was like, no, then uh-huh. there was, uh, there was some so kind of strange disaster inside of the three shots in studio, some strange mishap that no one could have predicted. And that recording was deleted, unfortunately. So many people could have predicted that. It was so easy to not have accidentally deleted that. I just don't that. think so. I don't think it was. It could have been uh, saved. I don't think it was predictable. Anyway, so it, it, regardless, irrelevant as to how, it was deleted. Suddenly it was gone. Now it doesn't matter because the new one's awesome and it's gonna be up very, very soon. Yes, tonight. Tonight. It is getting posted. So by the time you hear this, it's up. It is up. And if you want to hear about us talk about the movie Men, you're going to have to go subscribe on Patreon. So get to it. Unless you're already a member or a subscriber on Patreon, in which case you are a king or queen and we love you. Yes. Yes, we do. We love our patrons. And it's a doozy, you guys. So you should definitely it listen is, to that one. It is one. a wild movie that we talk about. Uh-huh. Um, well, I mean, that's it. Only thing left to do is talk about next week. Next week. The, the episode topic is fresh. Yes. You know, like, hello, fresh. Yeah. Or like fresh meat or fresh fish. Mm-hmm. Fresh fruits. Fresh fruit. Fresh vegetables. Minty freshness. Fresh kills. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Fresh um, tracks. Fresh, you know. Oh, like so fresh and so clean. So fresh and so clean, like you're. You're just fresh in your style and your mm-hmm. clothing choices. Like the fresh prints. Fresh prints of Bel Air. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So many things we could do with fresh. I wonder what we'll do. Who knows? It's a, it's, I don't think anyone is able to predict what we're going to talk about. Did you expect that I was going to talk about dominoes? No. no. Who would have thought that time would lead to dominoes? Not me. Not me. Did you think I was going to tell you a story that gave you literal goosebumps? Oh, it didn't give me goosebumps. It made me straight up nauseous. You got queasy? You really I, did? I seriously did. Oh, I like, thought that I felt, was just... No, I felt straight up disgusted. Yeah. Like that put a hole in my stomach. It was gross. I did not like that. Well, you didn't expect that. No. Like dope ass story. Good for you. Thank I'm you. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. See you then. Bye.
I really tried to make that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you failed. 